Welcome to the Plan Is podcast with me, Caroline Dunn. I'm a personal trainer, nutrition coach, yoga teacher, and a geek obsessed with learning how to live the biggest, fullest, most joyful life and helping you do the same. In this podcast, we'll cover fitness, nutrition, mindset yoga, and personal development because it's time to stop putting our health into boxes. It's time to care about the whole beautiful, messy you, mind, body, and spirit. The plan is to rise up, sweat, get stronger, be joyful, let it go, pause, laugh, try again, breathe, and do our best. I am so happy you're here. Welcome, welcome back to a new episode of the podcast. Um, We've had a bit of a break for, what is it now, three-ish weeks? Um, whilst I moved house and left my decade-long teaching career. So that has been an eventful month or so, definitely. And so today's episode is going to be a little bit about breaking some of those changes down whilst also reflecting on change in our lives, some things that we might always stand for, some things that I always stand for, and hopefully in there there's some useful takeaways and some messages for you too. So a little bit of background, chemistry teacher in a secondary school in North Yorkshire for 10 years. I went straight into teaching after university as a fresh-faced 22-year-old ready to take on the world and change lots of lives and whilst I have loved being in teaching and I have learned so much, come on so much as a person, all thanks to what I described like as my little chemistry family in the school that I worked in. I worked with the same people pretty much for the whole 10 years and I've taken so much from them. But why am I still not there? (laughs) It's because I began to see things in the system that I couldn't do anything about. I saw the teenagers who had very high anxiety and stress levels who had those uh, symptoms of say insomnia or kind of brain freeze during an exam. I saw really poor body image just cripple some people and it's kind of what led me into therefore exploring bringing what I found through fitness and mindset and nutrition etc to more people to the people that I work with to my clients so I was building my business for three years the last oh maybe we're in my fourth year now I don't know I've lost track of the years but yeah building my business as a holistic health coach um for as a side hustle for the last four years knew I wanted to leave teaching and transition full-time a good three years ago but the lovely pandemic (laughs) plus the house move saga has definitely slowed that down we waited 13 months for this house move like it's been so long coming this entire year has been geared towards when will it happen when will it happen and you know what sharing with you now that anticipation that waiting is exhausting (laughs) You know there's a finish line coming, but you just don't know when. There's no set point to work to. And ironically, or perhaps, you know, if you believe in fate, it all sort of came together within about two weeks of each other. So we moved house two weeks ago now, and I finished teaching four, five days ago. 
and everyone keeps going to me, are you happy? Are you happy? Do you feel excited about this change? And the answer to that is yes, but it's also a little bit more entangled in other things as well. There's a little bit of bittersweetness there. Like I said goodbye to people that obviously I've known for such a long time. I'd been so long in that place of work that it was almost like a second home to me. And I'd say the first stage of feeling or not feeling as the case may be was just nothing. I didn't really feel anything. Like I enjoyed the last few weeks, the last few days of term. It was emotional. But there was also kind of a bit of a numbness. You know, because nothing had changed. Everything felt normal. It was just the end of term. Um, I was there until I wasn't there. And then a day or two ago, the exhaustion set in, (laughs) which is again, fairly typical for end of term. But obviously this has now come at the end of a three-year sprint of building my business and building up to leaving teaching. So yeah, I think the exhaustion is probably going to be there a while. But then... There's definitely hope, excitement. There's a few other really joyful things to be feeling creeping in there. And I'm looking forward to some recuperation. So yes, it's all change, but I think still some things are remaining constant. And as I kind of dive into my holistic health coaching full-time, like in one-to-one and online, these are some messages that I want to share with you that are definitely constant in the way that I approach my business. They're hopefully some really helpful for reminders for you too within your own journey as well. So let's have a look at the first one. First one is always going to be that you're the expert and not me. So when someone works with me one-to-one, I always come at it with the idea that you are the expert in your own body and no amount of knowledge or expertise on my part changes that. I don't think there's one version of health. I don't think there's one set of behaviors that encompasses or suits everyone. And I think all women should feel empowered to create their version of full health and feel amazing in their own skin. I think our health and fitness journey should be like, all about joy and vibrancy and connection and just feeling at home within ourselves again, no matter what situation, whether we're on the beach or whether we're having intimate time with our partner, like whatever it is, feeling comfortable in your own skin. And as I go through some of these big changes in my life as well, that's going to shift too. Like I am the expert in my own body and that I'm the one that's lived through the last three years. I'm the one that's faced the challenges And therefore, I'm going to listen to that. I'm going to listen to that. And that for me is probably going to mean some deep recuperation, some refocusing back on my own fitness and health goals as well. So I reminded you that you are the expert and don't let anyone else try and instill something that's missing from you because there is nothing missing. Okay, idea number two is not letting health and fitness goals get in the way of your life. So your health and fitness goals, in my opinion, should help you enjoy life more. 
and step into who you want to become and the way that you want to feel, not the other way around. (laughs) Your life shouldn't be about being at the gym or just about your health and fitness. It's not about just being in the gym, is it? It's about the energy and the vitality and the resilience, the grit, the mental strength that actually that part of your life gives you for the rest of your life. The other 23 and a half hours, you're not in the gym. It's about being on the same team as your mind and body that makes you just that much better at life and it's a more enjoyable experience. So for me at the moment, at this transition point, it's not about letting the health and fitness goals like take back over or, you know, everything center around them. But I do think for me, this is going to open up a little bit of space to bring back some of my own fitness and health goals. I've just been in not quite damage limitation, but definitely maintenance mode for the last three years where I do what I can do with what I have. But a lot of my interests, like I used to love lifting heavy, I used to love exploring handstands, Um, all of these kind of things and I'm really looking forward to being able to follow and pursue a few more of those specific things to explore like I want to be able to do yoga every day so those are some of the ways I'm gonna allow that to be in my life for the next few weeks the next one Uh, this is the third thing that I will always stand for is that kindness and enjoyment are key I do think that's kind of what has got through me the last three years. There's been a lot of self-kindness and that in some ways has been, had to be selfish because if I couldn't take care of myself, then I couldn't do all of the demanding things that I had to do. Um, So I kept up my running, even if that was just four miles a week spread across two runs, then I was still making sure I was doing those runs. I was working out. I was doing the meal prep. I was getting into bed early. And that allowed me, I think, to not break down. It gave me the stamina to get through a day that starts with a 6.30 a.m. session to then do a full day at school, to then do three hours back to back with clients at the end of the day. So there was some kindness in those behaviors. I knew that I needed to sleep to be able to get through the next day feeling okay. And I also think that most of us, many of us, pretty much all of us would benefit from bringing some more of that in our lives. I'm definitely gonna focus on enjoyment over the next few months, like bringing back in some fun. I think... We can get overcomplicated with it and actually something that is simple and accessible and fun is going to help us be sustainable in our fitness and nutrition. I think it's about building a relationship, which isn't linear, is it? It doesn't just get better and better and better. Like relationships have ups and downs. And here it's a relationship with your food and it's with your body that's built on this kindness and curiosity, not elimination and restriction. Okay, the next one that I always stand for is staying in my lane. So I often take a holistic approach. I always take a holistic approach. That means like looking at the person in that whole life context. It includes like the history, stress, sleep, movement, self-confidence, nutrition. 
But I also know I'm a personal trainer, a nutrition coach, and yoga teacher. I am not a therapist, a doctor, a physiotherapist, or a dietitian. So I'm always going to refer out if I think someone else is going to help you better um, or if it's outside of my scope. Next one is practicing what I preach. <laughs> now, I feel like that phrase is maybe, oh, is it overused or just not, doesn't quite encompass what I want to say. What I mean by practicing what I preach is that literally I'm never going to fake it with you. So the challenges over the last three years, I'm going to say that, yes, I've now given up teaching and it's amazing and I've gone through this career change, etc. But you know what? It was blooming hard. It was literally enduring through some days. It was battling with exhaustion. It was being so burnt out that I could barely have a conversation uh, with my husband. It meant sacrificing certain relationships so like friends for instance it's not been a high priority to see all of my friends just focusing on a fair few um um and it's also sharing the times that I did miss workouts and I did stress eating uh for me (laughs) it's like sweet things so biscuits chocolate cake that has definitely been a way that has been a coping mechanism for stress and also for fun (laughs) you know at the end of a hard day it's been like oh well what can I kind of have that's comforting now so you know all of that is in there well at the same time I'm going to pursue also my wellness goals what feels good in my body I'm going to share what I'm learning what my mistakes are and how also I might change my mind over time. So when I say that these things are things that I always stand for, I might make another episode in, you know, two, five years time and those will have changed. And that's okay. We're not supposed to stay the same. And then finally, the last thing that I always stand for is long-term sustainable change. Like I'm never pretty much about the quick fixes. Those often do us a bit of a poor service long-term. They often worsen our long-term outcomes or our relationship to food or our bodies. Like my goal is always basically to pop myself out of a job (laughs) because the whole goal is to make you confident and powerful in your own life. So I won't share before and afters unless (laughs) it's of my garden at the moment. After 18 months of the house being empty, let's just say the garden resembles a little bit of a nightmare. But you're never going to see me post before and afters of clients at all. You won't see me doing six-week transformations. There won't be any meal plans. I like to do the deep stuff with curiosity and flexibility and a whole lot of grace for ourselves. Like, don't you think we're worth that investment? So which one of those was most helpful for you today? Which one did you need to hear the most? Which one do you need maybe more or less at this point in your life, at this point in your week? And get involved with me. Like I love it when you share your ideas and your feedback on social media. So you know you can find me at The Planet by Caroline all over Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn and wherever else that you consume your social media. 
And if some of those things today also resonated with you and you're intrigued or would like to explore some more with me, then head to my website because I've got coaching options in person and online. Um, They can be like one-to-one with me and we can really dive in together. There's also some online like self-led options, like an online course that you can do around mindful eating and improving your relationship to food. So head to my website, explore there. Um, I would love to continue this journey with you together. And until next time, folks, see you soon. It makes me do a little happy dance to have had you join me in this episode. If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe, rate it five stars and leave a written review. I so appreciate it. And don't forget to subscribe to my mailing list also at www.theplancoaching.com so we can keep in touch. I love doing this with you and sharing the struggles, laughs and wins along the way. So I thank you for being here. And until next time, remember... Life's better with a plan.